JT, man. Happy Sunday. How we doing? Doing good, man. Happy to be back. Um, hopefully I can get a win this week. Stop the, uh, stop you from getting a little hot streak going. You got to stop the bleeding a little bit. I know. And uh, we definitely have some interesting lines this week. That's for sure. So uh, week one of this, guess, guessing the lines is a good time. You, uh, you destroyed me last week. I narrowly beat you, so we're knotted up here. One to one, as always, for the people, we guess the lines here after going over a couple bets uh, that JT won and or lost this week. Um, I'll let him give those out in just a moment. Excuse me, week seven bets looking ahead to the week eight lines. Going to be guessing them from Thursday night football all the way through Monday night football. And it's a good time to get some insights on how Vegas views these teams, how we may view these teams, and uh, just give a little bit of a team preview while also, talk, uh, while also talking about the games that took place throughout the main slate uh, today. We do this during Sunday night football, so you make reactions. Uh, my first question to you, JT, is Jalen Waddle. You, I heard you react a little bit right there. You got. Uh, do you have any props on him for this game currently? I do. I uh, I bet his over receiving yards got fifty nine and a half, which I like. And yeah, as we were about to start this, he had like a I don't know, it looked like twenty, maybe a little longer. So a third of the way there, good start on that one. Nice opening drive there for Jalen Waddle, and they're still moving the ball currently. But why don't you kick it off with what you viewed as one of your best bets of the day? Okay. Um, what was I on today? Chubba Hubbard, uh, the Panthers running back. I had his rush yards over 24 and a half. And he went well over that. Um, there was some news this week that he was going to kind of be the featured back or get get a lot of the uh, touches. And the Lions kind of had Foreman priced as the lead back. Um, they both ended up going over their rush total by – I think 30, 40 yards each at least. So that was a good one. Um, I didn't have any bad beats this week. I lost a couple of bets, but no bets were really that close on either side. Um, let me think. My worst one. Oh, I was on Aaron Jones over, and that didn't even get close. I was wrong on the game script there. Hmm. I actually did end up taking him as an anytime touchdown, but mostly just because of the DFS research. Um, but yeah, he didn't he didn't get too much on the ground. Uh, a couple touchdowns through the air. I did want to uh, just kind of get your thoughts on a couple bets we left with last week. So last week when we were previewing some of these lines, a couple that really jumped out to us were uh, Giants Jags. So the one that jumped out to us was we both had the Giants as two and a half or uh, three point favorite respectively. Uh, Jags went into that game as a three-point favorite. When I checked FanDuel this AM, they were still a three-point favorite on my end. Giants ended up uh, pulling away and uh, winning that game, moving to 6-1. and one. The other game of note that was very interesting was Kansas City and San Francisco. Um, before I checked the line before the 4 o'clock games, and that had actually gotten down to one and a half. If you guys recall, both of us had – I had Kansas City as a seven-point favorite – JT guessed them a six-point favorite last Sunday. The line opened at two-and-a-half points. We thought that might get bet up. It did move up towards three, three-and-a-half, and then by the time the game kicked off, again, we're taking these odds from FanDuel Sportbook. It had been bet down to a point-and-a-half. I was pretty stunned at that, and we saw Kansas City, Kansas City do what they needed to do 
Were you surprised at all by the line movement? Were you following it? I know you do a ton of props. I'm not sure how closely you followed that Kansas City San Francisco line after we talked. Yeah, yeah, I was following both of those. Um and <clears throat> I'm still yeah, I guess McCaffrey, the McCaffrey news moved it a little bit. Generally running backs are are just not valuable, don't add to the point spread much, but McCaffrey is one of the few that does because um, Carolina also, who who won outright today, went from a 10-point underdog to a 13-point underdog. So three-point move there with no McCaffrey, which is a massive move. Um, And then same thing in the Kansas City game. And Casey just – I mean, I think they started down 10-0, right? And then just really dominated the rest of the game. Yeah, so it's just interesting to see uh, that line that close. I really did think just looking at it, uh, last week that Kansas City was that much better than San Francisco. They showed it. We know Vegas is as sharp as it gets. So uh, they certainly had good reason for having it that close. I think uh, the depth and the skill positions are why uh, they had it set that way. But Mahomes just and uh, Andy Reid just did what they uh, do. So those were a couple lines we looked at that were very, very interesting. Going into last week, obviously, uh, double-digit spreads are always interesting. You talked about Tampa Bay, Carolina. What is going on in Tampa Bay? I mean, that's that's crazy itself, and that's actually going to be one of our first matchups here is uh, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Baltimore is traveling to Tampa Bay for Thursday night football. Tampa Bay coming off of abysmal back-to-back weeks. Defense is fine. Uh, the offense looks horrible, can't get anything going. I personally have Tampa Bay as two-and-a-half-point favorite in this uh, matchup they're at home Thursday night football it's hard to envision them looking this bad three weeks in a row where do you think this line opens up I think you're right there yeah I think it's gonna be two and a half or two um I cannot see it being all the way a field goal but I also know Vegas is not going to overreact and Tampa is not going to be a home underdog um man this is tough because I would have gone with two and a half as well I'll go with I'll go with two though, just to be different. Just to be different, going with two. Good move boxing me in the lines currently at one and a half as things sit. So when we pull these lines from FanDuel Sportsbook, I guess them, pull them at about eight, eight oh five. We jump on here, he guesses them. That's where it's set at that time. Denver goes to Jacksonville. Actually they go to London to play Jacksonville. Where do you think this opens up? I'm going to go for the first time all season, and I'm going to say mm, – no, I'm going to change that. That's got to be wrong. All right, <laughs> I'm going to actually – I forgot Russ is out, or most likely out. I'm going to go with Jacksonville minus two and a half. Jacksonville minus two and a half. Mm, it's going to be interesting to watch. I actually – it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Russ does here. I'm assuming Russ returns – and this swings back to a three-point favorite in terms of uh, Denver. So I do have this minus three towards Denver. When I look this lineup, Vegas is assuming Russ is out as well. Not that they've looked that good with him. And they are currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The Jacksonville Jaguars are. So that's another point heading your way. As we move on to Miami and Detroit, we got the Dolphins who are – playing right now up 7 nothing against the the Steelers traveling to Detroit. I have this as a Miami, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Where do you see this opening up? 
uh, as the Dolphins travel out to Motor City? I'm going to go with very interesting Cowboys close seven. Cowboys, Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins minus six. There were a couple lines that – You had uh, six and a half, right? You said six I had, and a half? Yep, I had six and a half. There were a couple lines that jumped out to me after reviewing my – this was one of them. Miami is currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. Detroit – I thought Detroit has played really well uh, except for the last couple weeks. Honestly, they're on a bye, but uh, including the week four at New England. And then this week, I thought going into that New England game, this should have been two and three, uh, three and two somewhere, or going into the bye, two and three, three and two. Uh, they've had some tough losses. Strong offensive line. They had a top three offense there for a while. So when I actually saw that line, it made sense why it's only uh, a three and a half point line. But I certainly thought Miami would be favorite a little little heavier uh, than that especially the way the lines have looked the last couple of games against much different competition Carolina and Atlanta so the Panthers pulled one out against the Buccaneers today kind of felt like one of those games where uh, a team just got really motivated showed up and uh, played and exceeded expectations uh, as they certainly did Uh, they were about 13 point underdogs I believe, to Tampa Bay going into today. Ended up winning that game. They traveled to Atlanta to play the Falcons, who I don't I, – Falcons always seem to kind of make games close, but I don't feel like uh, the Falcons are that good, uh, personally. Um, they seem to have eked out three wins. I have the Falcons as three-point favorites. I'll let you go first on the next couple as I stole going first on the last couple from you. I've got the Falcons three point home home favorites. What say you for this one, JT? I'm gonna go Falcons minus three and a half. Just keep boxing you in. I think I think it's gonna <laughs> be a little longer than a field goal here. It is. It certainly is. It's actually uh, minus six and a half. So if you didn't have to Jeez, box me in, we have been way off on these. You got yeah. I'm just boxing you in. On these two. <laughs> would you have would, would you have gone that far? If you didn't have I don't, to I don't think I would have got that far, but I definitely would have gone four or four and a half. Um, yeah, but that's a lot of points, but I do know the Panthers. I mean, they closed as 13-point underdogs. That's almost unheard of. So Vegas um, and the advanced metrics are very low on Carolina. So that's kind of, uh, I guess, what we're seeing again with this one. As we certainly all are pretty low on uh, on the Panthers, I'm fairly low on the Falcons uh, personally, uh, just in general. But I can certainly uh, see why they would be six and a half point favorites against the Panthers. And yeah, last week I ran ran pure guessing these off the bat, and uh, this week just way off. A couple of these lines really surprised me. The Cardinals travel to the Vikings. You you're going first on this one, so you can't quite box me in. This yeah. is an interesting line uh, as well after the Cardinals beat the Saints on Thursday Night Football, Minnesota coming off of a bye at home. What's your guess on this line? Cardinals at Vikings in Minnesota, right? Correct. Hopefully a track meet. I'm going to go with Minnesota minus four and a half. Oh, wow. Interesting. Minus four and a half. And that's going to be heading your way as I had them at minus three. The line is actually five and a half. 
There we go. Let's keep it going. Is that five? That's five. Pitching a shutout so far. Defense is locked in. <laughs> Chicago and Dallas. All right, so we got the Bears traveling to the Cowboys. Dak has returned. Dallas kind of got it rolling in the second half this week. Chicago is Chicago. Uh, who do you think is worse, first of all, Chicago or Carolina? And then I want you to give me your guess for this line. Man, that's a great question. There we go, Waddle. Um, I think I think Carolina is a little worse. Um, it's, a, it's a very, very fair question. Probably not much of a difference between the two teams, but I lean Chicago right now. Um, and we have Chicago in Dallas, right? That's the line we're guessing? Yep. I'm going to go with Dallas minus – Dallas minus eight. Thank God you went first on this one. I've got Dallas at minus 10. The line is minus 10 right now. Nice. Making, right hopefully the listeners can recall two points for guessing the exact line. So closing the gap a little bit here, five to two. I'm going to be guessing first on this one. So you've got a chance to box me in again. Raiders traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints. I have this line. Uh, with Las Vegas favored at two and a half points. So Raiders minus two and a half on my end, traveling out to New Orleans to face the Saints. JT, where do you believe this line has opened up? This is another tricky one. Um, New Orleans. You said you said Raiders minus two and a half. Is that what you said? Yep. I'm going to go Raiders – Minus two. Now, I think you nailed it, though. Mm, Raiders minus one and a half right now. Raiders are sitting at minus one and a half. I actually do want to check that one after the show to see if that moves in either direction. That will be one to watch for sure. And is Jameis possibly coming back this week? Possibly. I think he actually potentially could have played Thursday night, but they stuck with Dalton. So I think after Dalton throwing multiple pick sixes, they got to be moving away from him. And Jameis... I'm sure has to get cleared soon. Yeah, that sounds right. So we got Pittsburgh and Philly. The Steelers uh, currently on TV here, about to give up another touchdown to the Dolphins. Finally, looking like who we who we thought they were. Uh, traveling to Philly to play the Eagles, the only remaining undefeated team. Eagles minus ten. Eagles minus ten. I actually had this line. Eagles minus 10 and a half. The actual line is minus 10 and a half. That's going to be two points my way. Apparently, I'm just on point with the big spreads this week. That's that's yeah. That's what it I'm had to, learning. Nice guess. It had to have been one of those, 10 or 10 and a half. Um, and I, I just guessed wrong. I was close to guessing uh, 11 and a half on this one, but I was like, you know what? It always seems like those uh, larger oh. spreads, they get up towards 13, move towards the end of the week. Um, don't tell me what happened. I think you're like eight seconds ahead of me with your stream. Oh, my gosh. Raheem Mostert just got lit up uh, right there at the goal line. So back-to-back live reactions <laughs> there. <laughs> As you're just a smith, your boy Waddle sitting at 45 yards, by the way. Just there we go. What, what do you need? Uh, uh, 15 more. So 15 more, yeah. All right, got to get to 60 yards. Rooting for him here. Patriots traveling to the Jets. New York, another day of 
the Jets and Giants winning NFL football games. I mean, for these both ugly those- games against <laughs> bad teams. I'm so sick of it. I did see your boy. What's the update on your boy, Brees Hall, though? Uh, Brees Hall, I, I have no idea. I'll have to check him. I'll have to check to see uh, what ended up happening to him and how, how long he's potentially out. Um, saw several injuries. We lost a, uh, several injuries throughout the NFL today. It uh, looks like they actually believe he towards ACL. Um, wow. So it could be season ending for him, but just he, he looks, he's uh, been looking incredible. So shout out to a guys over at Chat Up. That would certainly be a sad day if they lose the explosive rookie. Um, let's see. You went first on the last one. I have this opening up in the direction. You're going to box me in again, Frick. I'm going to have to, you're going to, I'm going to have to start thinking about this now when I'm guessing these lines are going to box me in. I have the Pats as two and a half point favorites. Remind me of the matchup. I, what it, it's Jets who? Patriots. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. My guess is Patriots minus two. Oh my God. I hate you. What is the it? line? The line is one and a half. Oh. <laughs> You've got actually. This is the most one and a half we had. So our first show we did, uh, we talked about how one one and a half is actually a pretty rare line, and we mm-hmm. have currently oh, we've already had three lines uh, at one and a half. So we've got a lot of close matchups this yeah, weekend. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good observation. I mean, uh, what these games are basically uh, pickums, but it'll also be interesting to watch and see if any of them do get to the uh, key number of three. One and a half to three seems like it's going to be a pretty big movement. Um, so to have three of them right now will be interesting to see <clears throat> if any of them get to that point. That is going to be a point your way. Seven for you, Tennessee and Houston. You got to guess first on this one. The Titans are traveling down to Houston to play a Texans team that seems to kind of battle. But uh, typically by the time we get to uh, the fourth quarter, they – they tend to fold, and uh, the talent from some of these other teams just simply outdoes them. Uh, by the way, we talked about Chicago and Carolina, which team is worse. Texans might have uh, the least amount of talent, but they just always seem to show up and seem to be a little more well-coached. Um, I don't know uh, if that's going to matter for this here. I just thought that was kind of an interesting observation from just watching the product on TV. Uh, but did I buy you enough time to guess this line? You did. I am going to go with the Titans minus four. Titans minus four. That's an, This line was very interesting to me. Um, I kind of – I don't know if you have any insights as to how you got to minus four because I had this line at six, and it is actually three and a half. So this is one you nearly hit the nail on the head, a very unique line as well. Um, I'm not sure if you got any insights as to why – uh, now, I've ragged on the Titans most of the year on how I don't think they're that good. I think whoever wins the AFC South is a fraud no matter what, um, just whether it's between the Titans and Colts. So maybe it's just more indicative of uh, the Titans really aren't that good or Houston is slightly better than we think. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, probably more the latter and then uh, home field be, being worth a couple points and then Tennessee is just also a run-heavy team um, that doesn't get into a lot of multiple-score games. Um, mm-hmm. They they tend to win these close games, and um, when they get a lead, they just kind of ride Henry. So, and then I'm also always going off of last week's lines. Um, I don't know how much you, oh gosh, I can just throw a pick or uh, pick it, just throw a pick. Um, 
Yeah, and the the Texans closed like seven on the road against the Raiders. Um, so, you know, going from road to home is, you know, a couple point move. So that's kind of why I was able to bring it down to that touchdown quite a bit. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like I'm able to pick up a lot on that. I hope our listeners are as well. It's just kind of interesting to see how Vegas values these lines um, and how they value these teams. Uh, but that certainly makes sense there, especially uh, with the Titans <clears throat> having a much lower pass rate than uh, the majority of teams as well, typically bottom five in the NFL. Giants and Seahawks. Giants, we talked about those teams in New York beating uh, bad teams across the league. The Giants continue to do that at 6-1, six and, six and one, racking up wins, traveling out to Seattle to play Geno Smith and the Seahawks. And uh, you guessed the last one, so I'll go first on this one. I actually have this line at 2.5 in favor of the Seahawks, by the way. I've got to see, I view these teams pretty even. Uh, based off what we kind of talked about last week with Giants-Jags, I gave uh, Feudum is even on a neutral field, pushed it towards Seattle, two and a half points. So I've got Seattle as two and a half point favorites. Yeah, this is – we have a lot of interesting matchups this week. Because um, the Seahawks generally haven't been – haven't been in great standing with Vegas. And then this week they were uh, – bet pretty hard against the Chargers and they looked really good. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go all the way to three here. Go Seattle minus three. Seattle minus three. This is one no matter how hard you tried to box me and you couldn't get me. Seattle is currently a two and a half point favorite. The only ones I've gotten right so far are have been a nail on yeah, the head. Three on, yeah. Okay. What are we at? Is it seven six eight six nine? No, nine six. You you've you've okay. been racking them up. You've been racking them up. I've just gotten fortunate with some of these, uh, getting them right. So it's nine six as we uh, transition uh, out to Indianapolis, where the Washington Commanders travel to uh, face the Colts. Colts look like the Colts that they look like for weeks one through five. Again. Um, what 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 an odd odd team that is. Um, just really weird. <laughs> it, uh, you know, the AFC South in general is just a terrible division, I think. Um, but Washington getting that win against Green Bay uh, today. Uh, Packers looking rough. Taylor Heineke, I'm not sure he's going to be able to pull off back-to-back wins. I'm not a believer personally, but I'm going to let you give your guess on this line uh, before I provide mine. Okay, and we have um... – we have Washington at where? Indianapolis. Washington at Indianapolis. I'm going to go with Indianapolis minus four. Money. Absolute money. I had them at three and a half, actually. And the is actual line. Yeah, it's four. The actual line is four. I know you've got nine right so far. That's the first one you've guessed correctly. Uh, so, uh, Indianapolis minus four. That one uh, certainly makes some sense there. Um, even the Green Bay and uh, Washington line, that was one we talked about uh, a little bit about last week, I believe, where uh, we both guessed that at seven, seven and a half. It was actually five and a half. And then and it by got the time, down to four, right? You yep, know, we was, tell me. I was going to say, yeah, it finished crazy. four, four and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> Which was interesting. I thought there would end up I, I didn't take any bets on the game but I thought there could end up uh, uh being a little bit of an edge there when it got to uh four but you know I, Marcus certainly uh certainly knew that Rodgers and uh Green Bay I mean they've they've looked really bad to 
not be able to light up that secondary is is abysmal. That's one of the worst secondaries in the league. I know they got a strong defensive line to create pressure, but ooh, you got to be able to light up a secondary like that when you get the opportunity. Uh, the 49ers who got lit up today by Patrick Mahomes are traveling down to L.A. to play the Rams coming off of a bye. Uh, I actually have the Niners as two-and-a-half-point favorites here. As there we go. I think Waddle just hit. Sorry, I've had a lot of interruptions today. Watch the replay. <laughs> Tell me if that's 15 yards while continuing with your thought. Let's see your multitasking. I think I think you got 15-16. I've got ESPN pulled up, so I'll check it. So I've got San Francisco as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, traveling to play the Rams, coming off a bye. Uh, where do you believe this game sits? Traveling to the Rams. Okay, I think the Rams are favored here. I'm going to go – I know we talked about San Fran, and I do believe San Fran is a good team. Um, bad performance today, but I think they're a good team. But I don't think they're good enough to be favored on the road against the Rams. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rams minus one and a half. That's been the number all day. The line is one and a half, but it's in favor of the Niners. Um, yeah, Niners are currently one and a half point favorites. My assumption was just how depleted uh, the Rams line is. I believe they lost their starting left tackle yeah. uh, during that game against yeah. the Panthers. So it's it's going to be tough on them. Uh, I could actually see this swinging in favor of the Rams, honestly, by the time the game gets here uh, with the Rams being a, a point and a half. But again, there's just uh, what is that our fourth game at a point and a half, which is uh, certainly interesting. We'll see if any of these flip or move towards three green bay and buffalo this was one when i was guessing i had a wide range like just just give me your range because i've already guessed the line's already set um okay. i just is i this... just want to hear hear the range but of where you think this could come in on the low end and the high end before i give my guess like i'll it's give in, you mine it's you in buffalo it's in buffalo okay do you want me to give my range now or after you guess <laughs> Go and give me a range. I don't want to influence it. I'll get. I'll give you. I'll give you my line. You can box me in whichever okay. direction. Just give. Yeah. Give me the low end and high end when you hear Green Bay at Buffalo. Um, very at the very lowest. I mean, it's well over a field goal, but somewhere under a touchdown, I would say like four at the lowest. Um, I'm gonna guess higher than four, and then at the highest, the absolute highest, I would go is. I can't see it being more than 10 and a half personally. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> that was certainly a bit of a struggle I had. I was in that three to eight range personally. So I ended up coming out okay. with this line at yeah. uh, six and a half. I had Buffalo at six and a half for this one. Uh, where do you believe this line is going to sit? I'm going to go Buffalo all the way to seven. And I'm, Buffalo I'm all the way to seven. This one is. Yeah. Good move. They're actually sitting at ten and a half. So when you said the top range being wow. at ten and a half, I was like, "That's that's very I see interesting." You, okay, so that's why you asked because yeah, you had you had seen it. Okay, Jeez. yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to know. Like, just just give me the range because when I saw that just shot this, yeah. yeah, that's that tells you a lot. I mean, that tells me exactly why that line. We all know uh, the Bills are the best move. team, but that just confirms like how much better they are than everyone except, I guess, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, it, it really does. And, um, I mean, that, that just tells me why that line moved for Washington over the last week. Like, we just 
you know, cognitive mm-hmm. bias, I guess, made it seem like, well, there's there's a clear edge there for that to move down to uh, a four or minus four for uh, Green Bay uh, in favor of Green Bay uh, going into today. But to kind of see that line open up at minus ten and a half, it was like, well, you know, I guess that line opening at five and a half was just egregiously off uh, just the way that they've looked. Uh, you're, you've honestly pretty much wrapped this one up. Sitting at 12-7, you finally got a win. We got one more pick here left. So, obviously, this one's just for a little bit of icing on the cake. Cincinnati Let me go, first. Let me go first on this one. So, I don't um, – in case you have a number that I want to guess, I can get it exactly. <laughs> Does that make sense? All right. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Since he travels to Cleveland for Monday Night Football. Since he at Cleveland, I'm going to go Cincy minus – Three or three and a half. Hmm. I'm gonna go Cincy minus three. Oh, money! The line is currently Cincy minus three. I'm actually impressed with that one. Since seeing Cincy at minus three, um, Cleveland with a couple of strong lines. I'm a little surprised to see that at minus three. Honestly, I'm not sure if you have any inclination um, into that one, but I thought that would be closer to four and a half or five personally. Four, four or five since he's way. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just um. It's yeah. It's just really hard as we're seeing, with the exception of um, this this uh, Bills game. There's very few touchdown favorites in the NFL. Cleveland has underperformed this year, but they actually are a pretty good team. Um, and yeah, it's. I feel like they tend to keep games close as well, those teams that really run the ball. Um, and if, if they get a lead early, uh, Burrow's been, you know, turnover prone throughout his career. And the Browns score first, you know, having Nick Chubb is one of the best the best running backs in the league and a fairly good offensive line. Um, I, can, I can really see them keeping the game close. Yeah, as you say that out loud, it, it all just clicked. You know, uh, makes a ton of sense there. We saw them do that to Baltimore today, actually. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. And honestly, at least we can end this. Uh, looks like you've got a sweat-free uh, game here with Jalen Waddle. I'm sure you got something else riding on the game that you got to sweat uh, throughout it. But Waddle with that catch did get him over the 59 mark. So hey, it uh, looks like a couple wins for you here on the pod tonight. There we go. Feels good. Feels good. I didn't sleep all week after the embarrassment last week. <laughs> you, you, you had to get a bag. You focused. He was locked in. <laughs> Got up two a days. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. Always a uh, a highlight of the week. It's been a it's been a good one. Been very insightful for me. It feels like just like another level of analysis that uh, we get to do here, and uh, it's been a good time. So as always, man, I appreciate you coming on. Hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, for our listeners, I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, the main thing, even if you don't enjoy betting, one of the things you can take away is just some insights on uh, how good some of these teams actually are. Because I think sometimes uh, we people tend to look at records, tend to look at storylines, don't actually uh, break down how good or bad a team actually is. So it's, it's nice just to break these teams down just from Vegas' perspective, chop it up and have a little bit of a competition here. Uh, and hopefully Jalen Waddle keeps racking up the yardage, and there's no wide receiver screens that drop him back five or six yards. That, that was <laughs> Gosh, that was low. Be brutal. I that will never... make uh, <laughs> that will make next week's bad beats. 
<laughs> well, we'd have to hang on to that one. Surely, surely that doesn't happen as uh, we get towards the end of the first quarter. But as What's always, he at? Is he at 60 or 61? 63. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Three for 63. They they chose to feed him coming out of the gate so far. Um, but, folks, we'll, Rob and I will be back later this week uh, previewing a lot of the matchups uh, this weekend and also talking about uh, the legitimate teams, who's a fraud, who's not and just discussing some of the division leaders and storylines across the league. Check us out on the Around the League podcast. Like, rate, subscribe. And as always, you can check out plenty of other teams at rosterupmedia.com. Check us out anywhere on social at rosterupmedia. You can find me at Cody Engel, JT, my man. I appreciate you hopping on. Of course. See you next week.